Hey guys, welcome to the Elevate Your Soul podcast. Today I'm going to talk to you guys about the six core human needs by Tony Robbins. And these six core human needs are what drive human behavior. So everything you do in life will be to meet one of these six core human needs. And the first four human needs is what shapes someone's personality. And the last two are more spiritual needs. And altogether, they are what motivate us to do what we do. And it helps us understand people a bit better and understand why we do the things we do. Some of these six needs will be more or less important to other people. So some people are going to prioritize getting these certain needs met more than another person would want to meet that need. So the six core needs are, number one is certainty, which is also known as comfort. This gives us safety, security, consistency, so we know what's going to happen. Number two is uncertainty. So it's like the opposite of certainty. Um, It's also known as variety. This gives us adventure, change, and the surprise element to life. Number three is significance for you to feel special and unique and to be seen. Number four is also quite the opposite to number three, and it is connection and love. So this is feelings of approval, being attached and just overall connected to someone or something. Number five is growth. So this is more of a spiritual need. Not everyone feels the need to grow. And this just means growth in all areas of your life, spiritually, mentally, physically, such as the listeners to this podcast. You are listening to this to further grow and educate yourself, which is great and the last one number six is contribution so this is to give back to share with others teach others and care for others and so how we meet these needs is different for all of us and we can meet these needs in a healthy and productive way or in an unhealthy and destructive way And some of these needs are going to be a lot more important to some people to meet than someone else. So we all value these different six core human needs differently to the next person. So for instance, one person might really value the need to have certainty in their life. So they might like a lot of routine. They like to feel comfortable. They don't push themselves out of their comfort zone. Whereas somebody else, like their best friend or their partner, might value uncertainty a lot more than certainty. So there's someone who's always wanting to travel and go on adventure and push things to the limit and have that you know, variety and constant change in their life. Now I'm going to break down each of these six core human needs and give you guys some examples of how people meet these needs in an unhealthy way. And then if you can relate to this or you know someone who is meeting these needs in an unhealthy way, you can then understand them better of, okay, they're just you know trying to get their core human need met, which we all need. We can't avoid that we have these needs as human beings. And then I'll give you guys some examples of how to meet these needs in a healthy and productive way. So I'll start off with number one, certainty, comfort. 
the way people can meet certainty in their life if they feel like things are, you know, too chaotic or hectic and they're feeling unsafe and they have too much uncertainty in their life, then they're going to want a lot more certainty in their life. And some unhealthy and destructive ways that people try to find certainty in their life are addictions. So any addiction you have, such as drugs, alcohol, caffeine, even sugar, and pretty much just anything that someone can become addicted to. And this is giving you a sense of certainty because when you're taking this substance, it is certain and you are guaranteed that you're going to feel a certain way, whether that is more relaxed or more calm. Another example is hoarding because it's giving you this false sense of security and certainty that you'll always have enough. Overeating is another sense of security because you are filling up on something and you're getting a release. You're getting that certainty that you're going to feel a certain way from a certain food or junk food or that sugar rush. Smoking is another addiction, so that falls under the core human need of certainty. Trying to control others, so someone who's feeling unsafe will want more certainty and they'll want to know what their life is going to be like. They love to know what is ahead. You know, they want things to be predictable. So they try to control themselves and their lives. And then obviously they'll try to control other people as well. Manipulating people falls in that category as well. Complaining, always having a problem, brings certainty of attention and that you're going to get sympathy from other people. Having really, really strict routines that you never want to do anything outside of your routine that you have put in place and put in plan. You are someone who never wants to get out of your comfort zone because you value certainty so much. You enjoy that comfort. You enjoy things being the same. You enjoy knowing what's going to happen, how you're going to feel, what the outcome is. Also, choosing a lousy career can be an outcome of someone wanting to choose certainty in a more unhealthy and less productive and more of a destructive way. So, ways that people can meet their core human need of certainty in a healthy and productive way would be things like boosting their self-esteem. So having more confidence in yourself. No need to stop trying to find security and safety in other people and other things. Make sure you are eating healthy, getting enough sleep, exercising enough, taking care of your mental health. So taking out things in your life that are stressing you out that you do not need in your life. And instead of sticking to really strict routines, routines are great, but be a little bit more lenient about it because you never can predict the future or what opportunities are going to come up. So having that little bit more freedom to shuffle and move things around is a much healthier approach. Another way to feel certainty in life in a healthy way is making good relationships with people. 
So value the relationships you have with the people who truly love and care about you in life and keep nourishing those relationships. And if a relationship has gone stale, either you know do the changes you need to make to make that friendship and that relationship flourish again or let that relationship go. So make sure that you're spending time with people that you have really good relationships with. Also make time for daily and weekly activities that elevate your soul. So this is all about gaining that certainty, that security, that safety within yourself without seeking it constantly from other people and other outer sources outside of yourself. Which for some of us might mean joining a martial arts class or self-defense class or you know, building our body up so we feel safer within our bodies as well, moving to a safer neighborhood so we know we can, you know, walk down our street late at night and be safe or that our kids can play outside and be safe, having security within your job or, you know, those sorts of things. You can't always predict security with everything though. You can't always know that you're going to have a job. You can't always know that your partner is never going to leave you. You can't always know that the people you love are going to be around. So most importantly, to feed that feeling of certainty in your life in a healthy way is really just building up your own security and confidence within yourself. Now, moving on to uncertainty. So this is the variety and the spice in life. Some people really value this core human need and they might be doing it in an unhealthy and destructive way. These ways could be someone who just loves creating conflict and drama just so they can, you know, have something to talk about and get excited about and create these high intensity emotions and feelings within other people, you know, triggering other people, triggering themselves. There are people who just love creating that extra bit of drama in life so they get that bit of uncertainty. You know, you can't predict what's going to happen if you're going to do something destructive. So they like doing that for the boredom that they have because they just love uncertainty and the variety and that surprise in life. There are people who might take big risks and risks that are too big and that can be, you know, a detriment to themselves or their family. They might be gamblers. They might be highly, highly competitive or they might watch way too much TV and movies because, you know, they, they're never wa- knowing what the outcome is and they're wanting to be taken on this journey to surprise them or whatever the case may be. Because they value uncertainty so much, possibly there's someone who gets bored easily or finds their life boring. So they need to watch these dramatic TV shows and movies to give them a variety and this feeling of excitement in their life. And when it comes to uncertainty, I mentioned before that with certainty, a lot of times doing drug gives us that core human need of certainty, but it also gives you a feeling of uncertainty in most cases, not all but in most as well, because when you're addicted to substances and you're drinking, you're never really sure how crazy you're going to get or what decision you're going to make and what situation you're going to put yourself into. Same goes with doing drugs. You never know exactly what kind of trip 
that drug is going to take you on or whatever. So you're getting that certainty from the drug that it is going to take you out of the present moment. That's basically the most certain thing you can get from taking any substance. It'll take you out of the present moment and away from reality, away from your problems. But it'll also give you that uncertainty because you never really know what's going to happen or how it's going to feel or what trip you're going to get on from doing any drug. So these are kind of unhealthy ways to meet uncertainty. Healthy ways to meet uncertainty and variety in life would be putting yourself in a position where you might be a little bit uncomfortable, but push yourself for a long-term benefit. So for example, someone who is trying to improve their health and they're in a state where they're not very fit or they eat, aren't eating right, you know, they're going to push themselves out of their comfort zone by eating different foods that they may have not adjusted to yet and exercising more, which is going to be really hard, you know, hard on their bodies at first, but they're doing this for a long-term benefit. Sometimes helping other people as well. You might be doing something that you don't really, really enjoy, but it's going to benefit someone else or a group of people in the long run. That is a really good way to have that uncertainty in life as well as putting yourself out there to improve yourself and to help others. Also, try new things. Go travel the world, see new cultures, talk to new people, meet new people, try new foods, join new clubs, new sports, try new activities, pick up new hobbies, try different things, say hi to strangers on the street, you know, all these sorts of things, creating new relationships. This is all new stuff that a lot of us find scary and that's probably because they're the type of people who value certainty over uncertainty. But those are healthy ways to meet the core need of uncertainty without being destructive or creating drama or you know, creating violence or anything like that. Next core human need is significance. How people are meeting significance these days in a unhealthy and destructive way would be violence. All violence is steered towards someone wanting significance. If someone joins a gang and gets a bunch of face tattoos or buffs themselves at the up at the gym and get super muscly, they're going to be intimidating to other people. And when you are intimidating, you gain significance. People also gain significance by being too competitive and always trying to achieve and always trying to win. People get caught up in trying to be significant by constantly comparing themselves to other people putting all their energy into maintaining a certain status to keep the status that makes them feel more significant. Whether that is dressing a certain way, acting a certain way, falling into a certain stereotype so that you're getting a sense of significance. Whether that's be being different from society as well. Some people if they're doing this, question whether it's coming from a place of love or fear. If it's coming from a place of fear, they're trying to reach you know, this feeling of significance and being special and being seen in an unhealthy way if they're not truly being authentic and not being themselves. Now, I think it's totally fine to 
be different from society and be different from the norm, of course. But question, is it coming from a place of love or fear? If it's coming from a place of love, you're being authentic, you're being yourself, and you're facing your fears by being different. If it's coming from a place of fear, you're not truly authentically being yourself. You're going to never end up being happy if you're not going to be yourself. And you're just trying to gain significance. And that's just all coming from your ego. And that's never going to bring you fulfillment or happiness in life. Another way people seek significance in an unhealthy and destructive way is bullying and putting other people down, calling people bad names. You know, if they have such an impact on somebody else, then that gives them significance. So not only violence, it's also verbal abuse. Yelling at people, shouting things, honking the horn, just being like really loud and annoying pretty much and destructive. So ways people can meet significance and get that feeling of being special and being valued and being seen in a healthy and positive way is providing for others and supporting others and helping others. So you get that sense of being needed. You know, you're not just some random person that nobody cares about and nobody wants to be around. You know, you're needed in a group or a family or you know you're there to serve other people that's giving you significance as well building more deep connections with other people being vulnerable just truly being authentic and being yourself will give you a feeling of significance once you've done it. You may not understand that if you're still masking and hiding behind a facade, but once you step into fully being vulnerable and fully being yourself, you will be unique and different in your own way and that will give you a sense of significance. And you can use significance to help you gain the motivation to achieve your goals or become the person you've always desired to be or get the life you've always wanted. Use that as a driver to get what you really want in life. The next core human need, number four, is connection. We can meet this need in an unhealthy or a healthy way. Some unhealthy ways people are trying to meet the need of connection, it's all about being part of the group, feeling connected, to other things and other people feeling like we are included and a part of. Some unhealthy ways we do this would be drinking at bars and pubs late at night or after work because we want to be a part of the group and feel like you know, we belong, we are one of the others, we are part of the crowd. So we go with and then we go out late and then we drink because everybody else is drinking and we want that connection and we want to feel a part of, we want to feel that sense of belonging. So if everyone is going to the bar after work on a Friday, of course we're going to come with and if everyone is going to be drinking, yeah, we're going to drink too and if everyone's going to be eating, we're going to eat too and if everyone decides to go to the club after and go dancing, you're going to go with as well because you want that sense of connection. Getting attached to other people and other things also gives you a sense of connection but in an unhealthy way because any sort of attachment isn't healthy. Someone who parties a lot and goes out a lot on the weekend, hashtag FOMO, is someone who values connection very high. 
in their six core human needs and they will do anything to get that sense of connection. And that sometimes can be in an unhealthy way. So joining gangs, being a gang member is a sense of connection and belonging. Obsession, obsessing over things, losing your own sense of identity is a pretty big, clear sign that you are valuing connection really high in your six core human needs in an unhealthy way because you are so attached to other things and other people and you're not being authentic and you're not asking yourself what do you truly want to do and what do you truly desire you know you're following the pack having junk food sex is also a sense of getting feeling a connection you know having going out and having these one night stands is because you're wanting to feel connected to someone you're feeling alone you're not feeling like you belong so you're going to go home with someone and have sex just for that moment that split feeling of being connected to somebody else you know and having sex with someone who you don't want to have sex with again having sex with someone who you don't really enjoy or like you know all those one night stands that's definitely someone who's wanting to have that sense of connection in life and doesn't know how to do it in a healthy way so healthy ways to get a sense of connection is spending time in nature i think so many people do not realize how beneficial spending time in nature is and not with your phone not with your earphones in listening to some new age electronic music Get rid of the technology and just spend some time in nature. Do it by yourself as well. You'll be surprised how much more connected you can feel being alone, spending time with mother nature rather than being at the pub or the bar surrounded by people. I personally feel more alone doing that than if I'd go for a walk by myself in the forest. So spend some time in nature, go to the beach, swim in the water, Get connected to the earth and mother nature. Join classes, join clubs, adopt some new hobbies or some hobbies that you might already have in a social kind of way. So if you enjoy dance, join a dance class. If you enjoy pottery or painting, join an art class. Do things that you are passionate about in a group and develop friendships with people who you can do these things with and the same thing again is just being vulnerable and being yourself and having those deep meaningful relationships with other people if you're not being vulnerable and you're not being yourself you'll never get a sense of true connection with other people because you're masking and that connection you have with someone is false because you're not truly authentically being yourself so you never end up never going to end up feeling connected and loved for who you are if you're not being authentic. So be vulnerable with others. Socialize with healthy peer groups. And of course, make love. No junk food sex. Make love. That's a beautiful way to feel connected. Now, an important thing to remember about all of these six core human needs is that the first four human needs is what shape someone's personality. So significance, certainty, uncertainty, and love and connection. These needs, this, how we meet these needs is what shapes our personality. But when we get addicted to things, 
we are managing to meet three or more of these six core human needs. I'm going to give you guys a few examples. So someone who is addicted to social media, they'll be meeting three or more of these needs. An example would be they are meeting their need of certainty because when they're bored, they are certain they are getting you know the comfort out of just being able to scroll through their phone and be distracted and take them out of the present moment. They are getting uncertainty because they never know what they're going to see on their newsfeed. They are getting a source of significance. If they are you know, posting things, they are feeling special and unique because they're posting their own photographs or their own selfie or you know, the gains that they got from the gym or whatever. And they're also getting a sense of connection. So that are actually meeting four needs. So social media is something that can be very easily and quite strongly addicted to. And also you could even meet five of those needs through social media, depending on, you know, if you're posting and what you're, what you're posting on social media. So some of us can also meet the need of contribution through social media. If we are sharing things that are helping to educate people, you know, videos on YouTube or creative content. Some people are even posting poetry that other people connect with or blogs and so on and so forth. Alcohol, another good example. You are meeting the need of certainty that it is going to make you feel a certain way. And usually for most of us, that's a good way. That's why we drink it. It'll give you a sense of uncertainty because you never know how you're going to behave or what situation you're going to get yourself into when you are drunk or drinking. And it'll also give you a sense of significance usually if you take it that far, you know, you do things that you normally wouldn't do and people are going to pay more attention to you if you're acting all crazy and drunk. So it'll give you a sense of significance and it can also give you a source of connection because a lot of us will go to the bar after work or we'll drink in social situations and in groups. So that way we feel connected and loved. Binge eating is getting our need of certainty met because we are certain we are going to feel a certain way. You know, we're going to get this nice feeling of eating from, you know, sugar or whatever. You know, if it's something sweet that we're eating or just something that is really fatty and indulgent, we're getting this feeling of certainty met. We are getting the need of uncertainty met because sometimes we are eating a variety of different foods and we are also getting our need of connection and love met. The last example I have for you would be exercise. So we are meeting the need of significance because you know we might go to the gym and do things that other people or most people aren't able to do. So we're getting a sense of significance. You know, it's going to tone our bodies and make us look different from other people. And so we are getting a sense of significance, being unique, being special. We are getting our need of certainty met because we know when we go to the gym or we have a workout, we're always going to get this euphoric feeling of energy and you know blood pumping through our body, rushing through our body. We're going to meet the need of uncertainty because every single workout is different. You never know how you're going to feel when you're going to the gym. And for some of us, exercise can also meet the need of connection and love because some of us are doing you know group fitness or we're running and jogging in a team or it's a sport and you're literally on a team with someone you know competing against other people. So it meets four needs so a lot of us can be addicted to exercise quite easily as well 
So if you take a moment and think of anything that you think you might be addicted to in your life, think of what needs that thing is allowing you to meet. So which out of the six needs is that thing giving you? So the last two core human needs are more spiritual needs and less of a core human need that shape someone's personality. So these two needs aren't necessary for everyone to live, but these two core human needs are what you need in order to have a fulfilling and happy and content life. If you're living day to day, meeting the first four needs, you're still going to end up feeling empty and you're going to go through life feeling like something is missing. You're going to ask yourself, what is the point? Why am I here? Yeah, okay, cool, I got the life I want. Yeah, cool, I got the body I want. Cool, I got the partner I want. I got the great job. I got the kids. I got everything. But you're still, but you're still feeling unfulfilled. You're still feeling unhappy. You know, why do so many famous rich people commit suicide and get depressed? Is because they're not meeting these last two core human needs. The first one is growth. This is someone who strives to grow emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially, and or intellectually. So growing all aspects of yourself as a person, as a soul, as a human being in this lifetime, you're wanting to expand and learn and grow as much as you can. It is a crucial aspect in life. And without it, you're going to end up with a sense of lack and dissatisfaction. So ways that you can grow and have constant growth in your life is to travel, travel the world. I know it costs money, but get in your car, get on the bus, and get off in a stop you have never gotten off before. Explore, talk to people, research, go on Google and watch videos of other people traveling and their experiences. Read travel blogs, read about the different cultures, read about the different ways of how to live a life, read about the animals, read about nature, read about what is happening on our earth, not just reading the news. Go travel and get out there yourself and touch and taste and see and feel life. Another way you can grow is reading books, reading articles, watching documentaries, listening to podcasts such as Elevate Your Soul. Love yourself. Practice. Put in daily, weekly activities, things in your calendar so that you can learn to build more self-love in your life. Figure out what your passions are. I have a whole episode on this in my podcast. Gain more confidence in yourself. Make new friends. Meet new people. See new things. Taste new things. Be adventurous. Learn from your mistakes. Be mindful. Meditate. Sleep enough. Take care of yourself. So on and so forth. There's so many different ways to grow in your life. And the next and the last 
core human need is contribution. Once again, this isn't a primary need, but it is necessary for living a fulfilling life. Contribution is all about living for a higher purpose. It's providing value to other people's lives and making a difference to your society, to other people, and the world. And this, of course, is going to give you an overall sense of fulfillment and satisfaction. So healthy ways we can meet the need of contribution is to be kind to others help out others, teach, educate, share your love with others, share your knowledge with others, be kind, be caring, truly and authentically care for people, help them out, volunteer, join volunteer groups, join volunteer clubs, choose a career that is going to help humanity and help make people happier and help make this world a more peaceful place. It is all about your intention. If you have an intention that is pure to just help out and make other people happy and spread love around the world that is coming from a good place, you are contributing to the world, no doubt. If you are being authentically and you authentically care about other people and seeing other people happy makes you happy, then you are meeting this need of contribution and you will have a much more fulfilling and content and happy life. No doubt about that. So I hope this helped you guys understand a bit more about people and their habits and why they get addicted to things and people's overall behaviors and personalities both in a positive way and a negative way. If you guys would like to know what core human need you value most and from listening to this you're not really sure, I will put in a link in the episode notes for Tony Robbins' quiz on the six core human needs and you'll get your results back and they will tell you in order what you value most to least in the six core human needs. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye!